Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast. This Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't back up and do a couple of things. First of all, I usually start each day with prayer. I did not do that in the first hour. So I think I should start there first in the second hour. So we'll do that real quick because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers and against the world, the worldly governors, the princes of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness, which are in the high places. So I uh, expect that we'll deal with that in the second hour here. I mean, I'm not trying to sneak up on anybody, and I know that I've said it for quite a while now. I would imagine that these broadcasts sound like a Sunday morning kind of thing or a Wednesday night kind of thing if you are a church-going person. But this is this is what's happening. It's happening right out in plain sight. It is a spiritual battle. It's spiritual warfare. Primarily. Predominantly. Because we don't all see it. Um, doesn't mean it's not happening. It's evidence that the social engineering has been effective. That's part of the American history that I will come back to that I'm trying to tell that story, trying to you know, speak to that. Because that is the... That is the empirical impulse. That is the naturalist. That is the, um, you know, the deistic. It's all of that stuff. We don't want to know about, we're going to shut ourselves off to the reality of all of that. And so the whole world is, uh, it's a weird remaking. You know, we, we are... Um, scrubbed, basically cleansed. I mean, how many people are passing things on from generation to generation just within their own family these days? You know, I talked a little bit at the end of uh, the first hour about, gosh, if we would get back to the, you know, things like the New Yankee Workshop, for example. People knew how to do stuff. That would be better, but how many people you know, my parents' generation still, that was still a time, you know, we do Mondays with Mitzi, with my mom, and uh, she has talked about, for example, growing up with animals in the front yard that would end up on the dinner plate. That was that era, and that's pretty much a bygone era at this point. There would be some communitarian do-gooder organization that would be created to save you from yourself if you tried to do that. Growing your own food, raising <clears throat> raising dinner in the front yard. But those things aren't being passed on to the next generations anymore. And similarly, other things aren't being passed on. And not for the better. Um, so we are in effect a tabula rasa to have whatever message imprinted on us. And it's a weird thing. It's the same thing that happens in school and other places where, you know, critical thinking, for example, is left as 
graduate studies when it should be used, it should be employed and taught early on. I think children are born with it. That's why they catch their parents in their own hypocrisy all the time. It's a cliche, right? We joke about it that we think we're so sophisticated and intelligent and enlightened and then our child catches us in a a little you know a little white lie or whatever and usually publicly oops i thought i had it all figured out and guess what junior at 18 months old or whatever you know three years whatever caught me because they have their critical faculties in place at that point they haven't been stamped out so critical thinking is discouraged you get the propaganda by rote and then as a graduate course graduate level course you can you can study critical thinking but if we employed it early on like i said yesterday who knows you know maybe we would all realize the insanity of teaching racism in school under the guise of Darwinian evolution. If you look at the background of the family, all the people that were pushing that stuff, all racist. That's where that stuff comes from. So, you know, critical thinking dictates that to teach that kind of stuff and then act outraged and frustrated when people behave in a manner according to their teaching <laughs> is insane. That's insane. You're teaching these young people to behave this way. And, you know, at the same time, uh, there is all of that other stuff that comes along in tow with the origin of species. You know, read this, read the origin of species, but read Descent of Man along with it. Read about Huxley and the X Club and those guys from Wikipedia. By the way, one of the things I noticed recently that disappeared on Wikipedia, I need to do the prayer. Um, latest thing that disappeared. On Wikipedia. I'll come back come back to that. Is that it? One of those. Anyway. on the origin of species by means of natural selection or the preservation of favored races in the struggle for life. What does that mean? Might makes right, dear comrade. Right? It's the Nietzschean will to power. And the Ubermensch shall rule the world. The, as George Bernard Shaw said, the unreasonable man. So the prayer, let's do that before we get too far afield, much further afield. 
Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Maybe just one ever. And uh, the full armor. Lord, please help us to put on the full armor of God. Help us to gird our loins about truth. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Shot our feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Help us to take up the shield of faith. Put on the helmet of salvation. Take up the sword of the spirit. Help us to pray at all times in the spirit. I pray that no weapon formed against the righteous shall prosper. That all who walk in error would come to know the truth in Christ. Please reveal our hypocrisy and double-mindedness. I pray unrepentant evildoers be brought swiftly to justice. Wickedness be brought swiftly to an end and righteousness be restored in the land. I pray poisonous trees and their offshoots like brands and agencies conceived in malice would collapse under the weight of their own evil. In Jesus' name, amen. So, the full title, you know, teaching that um, in school and then acting like, you know, you're outraged that young people act in a manner in keeping with their propaganda is insane. So critical thinking would, I think, fix all of that. So from the Wikipedia entry of Darwin's origin of species. And, you know, you have to listen to what John Taylor Gatto said about this in the ultimate history lesson. He really summed it up, I think, as well as it can be summed up. And this is a religion that is being taught at schools under the guise of science, science or scientism. It's not science. The, the entire premise for Darwin's origin of species has been long debunked. It's not science. Um, from the Wikipedia entry, The Origin of Species, philosophical and religious, okay, let's see, the book was written for a non, for non-specialist readers and attracted widespread interest upon its publication. Darwin was already highly regarded as a scientist, so his findings were taken seriously and the evidence he presented general, generated scientific, philosophical, and religious discussion. We talked about this yesterday, you know, the idea that if we are, we are not all descended from Adam and therefore under the uh, burden of sin, well, maybe some of us are fantastic and don't have that problem. And now you're seeing because of this, because this has crept out and permeated society, now all of a sudden you go to places like Lakewood Church and you never hear about sin because maybe we're not descendants of Adam. Maybe we're all a bunch of different races. Viva la raza. Ein Volk, ein Reich, ein Führer. Anyway. There's been discussion of this in the background. We just haven't been paying attention. The debate, continuing from the Wikipedia entry, the debate over 
the book contributed to the campaign by Thomas Henry Huxley, T.H. Huxley, and his fellow members of the X Club. What was the X Club? To secularize science by promoting scientific naturalism. There we are back on that concept of naturalism. What does that mean, scientific naturalism? What does that mean? And like with Freud, where everywhere Freud went initially, everybody was like, what are you, crazy? You're talking about, you think you think I should lay down on a couch and tell a stranger my deepest, darkest fan. You know, that's funny. That's what the Jesuits have been trying to do for hundreds of years. You want me to lay down on a couch and tell you all my dark, dirty secrets? Hmm. Why would you want to, why would you want me to do that? That's interesting. Everybody thought he was crazy, but, you know, with enough money and enough time, finally it starts to, you know, people think that this is a thing. It must be a thing. He's speaking everywhere. Yeah. You tell a lie loud enough and long enough, and pretty soon it catches on. Same thing with Darwin and Huxley. Within two decades, there was widespread scientific agreement that evolution with a branching pattern of common descent had occurred. But scientists were slow to give natural selection the significance that Darwin thought thought appropriate. Anyway, and then, you know, why not throw this in? During the eclipse of Darwinism, we don't hear much about that, do we? From the 1880s to the 1930s, various other mechanisms of evolution were uh, given more credit. Because this was debunked. A hundred years ago, more than. Anyway, um, so this was this was a a tool used as Wikipedia notes. Huxley and his fellow members of the X Club to secularize science by promoting scientific naturalism. The book contributed to the campaign by Huxley and his fellow members of the X Club to secularize science by promoting scientific naturalism. Why were they doing that? This is all on the road back to Genesis 11, to finish the great unfinished work. God comes down, says, look, they're you know, one language, one people, they can do whatever they intend to do. The naive, the the um, person with the unsophisticated view of what's happening there says, oh my gosh, God is afraid of what man can do. Nope, not at all. Salvation had not come to the whole world yet. Jesus had to be born, crucified, resurrected, ascended, send the helper, all that kind of stuff. That hadn't happened yet. That's all. God was not concerned. But it's a hint, I think, at what what uh, not only what could take place and had already. I mean, if you read the Bible, it's interesting what happens in those first chapters. By chapter, you know, chapter two, here's man, here's man and woman, here's marriage. By the very next chapter, basically immediately, here's the deception and the usurpation and then right after that, 
you know, you have some other shenanigans, and then by, you know, just three chapters from the first deception, okay, that's it. I'm going to hit a hard reset button here. Next chapter, hard reset, and then just four chapters later, a tower to heaven, one language. Good grief. There's a story in there, and this is, you know, it's kind of the story of the the ultimate and final showdown. And that's where we're at. There are historical episodes that repeat, that keep echoing back to Genesis 11. And we have symbolism all around us that speaks to this. You know, the Greek Hellenistic impulse that uh, died but didn't really, that was preserved in Rome, came through in the British Empire, lives on today. And the Hellenistic impulse is affected primarily today through the United States military industrial complex and the broader NATO contingent going around kind of like the Roman Catholic Church did, leaving, you know, uh, assimilating to itself the cultural artifacts of the conquered, but then disseminating out, out back to them, you know, imprinting upon the, the conquered the, the cultural artifacts that they we're supposed to have in Hellenistic fashion. Basically sucking the blood and marrow out of the thing, leaving the, the appearance of a thing, but in infusing it with a different kind of religion and worship and all of that. And that's why the pagan holidays and things were left behind. No, you can, you can keep doing that. It's the same impulse that's come forward to today. And you don't have to be a Christian or a Bible-believing person to see it and experience it and be a part of it. These cultural artifacts, you know, they're everywhere. You go to Costco, you see them. You go wherever, you know, throughout the year, no matter who you are, you see these things. Anyway, stick around. We'll be right back. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shiloji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shiloji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shiloji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilojit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. 
Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Serafine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. to play in a second this you know so to just sort of wrap up this thought um the origin of species the debate over the book contributed to the campaign by th huxley and his fellow members of the x club to secularize science by promoting scientific naturalism 
because at that point everybody uh, believed in God. Essentially, you know, let's let's say broadly uh, the Christian God. There's deism. There's universalism. Unitarian Universalism creeping up onto the scene and some bad guy stuff that had been operating behind the scenes for hundreds of years already. That's a different discussion for a later day. But what about this scientific naturalism? What is this? And it's linked on the Origin of Species uh, Wikipedia entry to scientific naturalism is linked to uh, naturalism philosophy. Well, wait a minute. What is scientific naturalism then? And so the opening words of the naturalism philosophy Wikipedia entry read, In philosophy, naturalism is the idea that only natural laws and forces, as opposed to supernatural ones, operate in the universe. Now, this gets back to my point about the laws of nature and nature's God. That's the harbinger in the Declaration of Independence that tells you very clearly, you know, this is not what you think. So, you know, rather than trying to impose on the text what you want it to mean, probably better that you understand what whoever wrote those words meant. And it's not what people want to presuppose or presume most often. So, you know, what is that what is what is that saying? In philosophy naturalism is the idea that only natural laws and forces as opposed to supernatural ones operate in the universe. In other words, the creator is not at work. It's just the laws of nature that are already in motion versus the creator of those of that nature and laws. He's not there at work. That's what the deist says too, by the way. Oh, a little, a little early, a little early on that one. (laughs) So, uh, to finish this entry in its primary sense, it is also known. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's applicable. Michael Flynn. That's funny. Uh, it's also known as ontological naturalism, metaphysical naturalism, and that's ironic. Where does the metaphysical come from? Pure naturalism, philosophical naturalism, and anti-supernaturalism. And this gets really confusing. You know, there's the the whole um, dialectical materialism nonsense. And, you know, the back and forth with the metaphysical and stuff. Anyway... Setting all of that controversy aside, down under the section titled Modern Philosophy, we read, It was not until the early modern era of philosophy and the age of enlightenment, we definitely want to come back to that in a second, that naturalists like Benedict Spinoza, ah, Baruch Spinoza, who put forward a theory of psychophysical parallelism, David Hume and the proponents of French Materialism. Ah, the French. Didn't we get the new Colossus of Rhodes from, well, not from the French, but from the French, the Illuminized Lodge contingent? Notably, Denis Diderot. Aha. Uh-huh. Julien Lemaitre, Baron de Holbach, started to emerge again in the 17th and 18th centuries. In this period, some metaphysical naturalists adhered to a distinct doctrine, materialism. 
which became the dominant category of metaphysical naturalism widely defended until the end of the 19th century. Thomas Hobbes was a proponent of naturalism in ethics, who acknowledged normative truths and properties. That's a, you know, a mystical turn of phrase there. Immanuel Kant rejected reductionist material uh, positions in metaphysics, but he was not hostile to naturalism. His transcendental philosophy is considered to be a form of liberal naturalism. And there's more. Um, Friedrich Wilhelm Joseph von Schelling, Hegel, obviously, uh, Feuerbach, Marx, Engels, uh, basically all of the usual suspects, you know, you will find somewhere on the naturalism philosophy Wikipedia page. And so the question is, when you look at this list, this cast of characters, and then you, you see what they're all about, how can you deny their influence and pretend that here in America, for example, we have, you know... Our founding is a diff of a different nature. I think we're in a break, right? Stick around. We'll be right back. Helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. 
Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. studying america uh you have to you will encounter this naturalism stuff you will encounter naturalist philosophy uh and natural humanism what is that these are all basically um naturalistic humanism all variations of kind of the same thing and that's something we'll get back to i feel like i've heard the story before oh yeah romans chapter one for even though they knew god they did not honor him as god or give thanks but they became futile in their speculation and their foolish heart was darkened what is to be done dear comrades we'll come back to that but isaiah 55 john chapter one revelation 21 8 avoid that anyway uh dialectical materialism what is it it's basically you become, you know, it's Marxist, so you become an apostate rebel like Marx and his co-conspirators. The thing that disappeared from Wikipedia that I, uh, the latest thing that I've noticed that I was alluding to earlier, I've mentioned in this discussion several times since I've been talking about the history of America this year from... I think the first broadcast was January 4. I got to just hurry up and get to the, you know, cut to the chase on this stuff and not try to soft pedal it. You know, it's one of those things we got to rip the band-aid off so that the infection can so it can stop festering basically. Um I've mentioned several times that on the Wikipedia entry for the history of Christianity under the section titled The Enlightenment, there are, you will find these words. There is a historiogra- historiographical consensus that the age of the Enlightenment, or the, the Enlightenment, was anti-Christian, anti-church, anti-religious. Well, guess what? Uh, less than two weeks after I started hitting that hard, it disappeared. And what is particularly curious about that is, you know, it was uh, suggested that it was unnecessary, but it meets the criteria uh, 
the Wikipedia criteria for it to be there. It's a sourced statement from a you know credentialed historian, academic historian. So why would that need to disappear? And the 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 importance, the significance of that um, statement. There is a historiographical consensus that the Enlightenment was anti-Christian, anti-church, anti-religious. The reason it's significant is because to say there is a historiographical consensus, first of all, means that there's no disagreement. Uh, among the establishment historian types, basically, we all agree this is the case. There's no argument here. So there's no argument that the Enlightenment, the Enlightenment was anti-Christian, anti-church, anti-religious. So why is that significant? It's significant because that was the prevailing ethos in America at the you know, time of our American Revolutionary founding. So for those who say, you know, Christian nation, Christian heritage, and all of that, yes, there were people who were Christian. However, this was the prevailing ethos, and who were the folks who were shaping, you know, our Republican form of government and so forth? You know, and for that matter, who wrote the book on the Republic? Plato. So, as Tertullian put it, what does Plato, you know, borrow from Tertullian, what does Plato have to do with Jerusalem? If it really is a Christian nation, air quotes, what's Plato doing in the middle of Jerusalem? Anyway, I thought it was interesting that this line, there is a historiographical consensus that the Enlightenment was anti-Christian, anti-church, and anti-religious, was removed from the History of Christianity Wikipedia entry under the section Enlightenment, the Enlightenment, less than two weeks after I harped on it on this broadcast. So, just another interesting coincidence. All right, there are a few clips, and we'll go to the phones. I think three clips we have. The first, I mentioned Levi Lusko's thing. I said, you know, it, it looks more like Burning Man to me. You won't be able to see it, but you can find it on Facebook and other places. This thing, they, they say, you know, youth conference hosted by Pastor Levi Lusko. But I want you to hear the background music that they have on the video that they produced for this thing and you know make your make your own decision draw your own conclusion can we play that please
you know, nothing says Christian revival like um, 120 beats per minute, hypnotic 120 beats per minute, and uh, mosh pits. Is that the Roman salute those people are doing in the crowd? Is that the Bellamy salute? Interesting. You see how all of this is sort of coalescing? Anyway, you can find that, watch it. Um, I'll probably stick a link to that in the archive, but... You know, who am I to say? I mean, Willie Robertson, Madison Pruitt, uh, Trout, uh, Lisa Harper, et cetera, et cetera. These people are going to be there, so who am I to, you know. Anyway, uh, next clip, Michael Flynn. First clip, General Flynn's occultic prayer in a church, Seven Rays of Light, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. Let's do that real quick. Can we do that, please? We are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. I am here, O oh God, and I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels. We will not retreat. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. And I will not retreat. I will take my stand. We'll, we will not fear to speak. We will be the instrument of your will, whatever it is. I will not fear to speak, and I will be the instrument of God's will, whatever it is. In your name, and the name of your legions. Here I am, so help me God, in the name of Archangel Michael and his legions. We are freeborn, and we shall remain freeborn. I am freeborn, and I shall remain freeborn. And we shall not be enslaved, be enslaved by, any foe, by any foe, within or without. And I shall not be enslaved by any foe, within or without. Interesting language. When was the last time you read in the Bible, Legion, in some kind of good context? I would encourage you find your favorite Bible search software and look up the word legion, singular or plural, and uh, see if there is uh, any good connotation there. Uh, we will not be enslaved to anything within or without. You mean the Holy Spirit? You won't be enslaved by the Holy Spirit or Jesus Christ without? Holy Spirit within, Jesus Christ without. Um, you know, what you just listened to is a comparison of the prayer of General Michael Flynn, and he's known as a general, which is also back to the thing I was talking about before. We'll come back to that later. And the prayer of Elizabeth Clare Prophet, who was a Satanist, you know, a theosophical type. Um, if <laughs> Pat in Texas were still with us, she would give him, be giving me a hard time about Montana. <laughs> Didn't she go to Montana? You know what? Doesn't mean that, you know, everyone in Montana is a Satanist. I don't understand the correlation, Pat, but I appreciate it. Love Pat. Um, what is the freedom that he's talking about? Same thing I talked about yesterday. The liberty, just like that massive idol in New York Harbor, the liberty that that idol represents, just like what Flynn is talking about, is the illuminized satanic concept of liberation from the Lord God Almighty. 
That's the liberty. That's the hard reality. And on that happy note, um, let's play the next, the final clip. Michael Flynn prays to Satan in church for God and country. This is the magical mystery church uh, interpolation of this or breakdown of, of the same thing that we just heard. So can we play that one, please? Come together right now over me. The teachings of St. Germain were taught by Elizabeth Clare Prophet. You are your instrument of those sevenfold rays and all your archangels, all of them. And I am the instrument of those sevenfold rays and archangels, and I will not retreat. I will take my stand. We will not retreat. We will stand our ground. I will not fear to speak. We will not fear to speak. And I will be the instrument of God's will, whatever it is. We will be the instrument of your will, whatever it is. In the name of Archangel Michael and his legions, I am preborn and I shall remain preborn. In your name and the name of your legions, we are freeborn and we shall remain freeborn. And I shall not be enslaved by any foe within or without. And we shall not be enslaved by any foe within or without. So help me God. God bless you. God bless America. Thank you very much. Okay, so this, these are the seven fold rays that Michael Flynn is just talking about, which emanate from the great source. Helena Blavatsky identifies the first seven rays were the, she said they were the primeval celestial beings, variously called the primordial seven. Helena Blavatsky also said it is Satan who is the god of our planet and the only god. And this is her magazine, Lucifer. So when Michael Flynn says we are the instrument of your sevenfold rays, Whose sevenfold rays? Satan or Lucifer is that source. And C.W. Ledbetter, 33rd degree Freemason, he said they are the seven sublime lords of the secret doctrine, the primordial seven, the creative powers, the incorporeal intelligences, the Dihan Chohans, the angels of the presence, because they stand ever in the very presence of the Logos himself, representing their the rays of which they are the heads representing us therefore since every one of us is part of the divine life in every one of them okay so that's their spiritual hierarchy which is also spoken about by paul in ephesians 6 12 when he says for we we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. So what we have is Michael Flynn praying a prayer to the powers and principalities and the rulers of darkness in Hank Kuhneman's church with his congregation praying along with him. All right. 
So the by the way, those seven rays are those the seven rays emanating from the Statue of Liberty. Hmm. The evidence would seem to indicate yes, you know. And so let's just go with the preponderance of evidence instead of trying to manufacture some, you know, alternative that we can impose on these things. Don't don't you think it would be wise to? I mean, if the preponderance of evidence is overwhelming, if it's enough to convict beyond a shadow of a doubt, reasonable doubt, shouldn't we at least consider that possibility? The Illuminized folks that were involved, Bartoldi, Eiffel, Hunt, the, you know, what they represented, the fact that Bartoldi was trying to, <laughs> you know, he was doing an Egyptian thing first. And that, you know, what was the name of that statue? I forget. Anyway, it's all the same stuff. And all of the occult esoteric symbolism and, you know, why why did we need a statue? It is acknowledged as the new Colossus of Rhodes. What does all of that mean? And all of this, it's just dripping with symbolism. And I just think it's ironic when a pastor calls into this broadcast to challenge what I'm saying about this and says, you know, if we follow the Ten Commandments 1 and 2, have no idols. And his logo, the founding pastor of the church, his logo includes this symbol, the new Colossus of Rhodes heralding the new Atlantis. As part of his logo, including those seven rays, including the illuminized torch, that's ironic. That's spiritual blindness. That's arguably willful blindness. Stick around. We'll be right back. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. Kilad Atzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? 
Maybe if it was Quickie Koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Welcome back. Let's see. Legion, Mark 5, 9, 5, 15, Luke 8, 30. Legion, my name is Legion for we are many. Legion because many devils were entered into him. Hmm. Michael Flynn, have you read the Bible? Do you understand the word legion? Yeah, you probably do. Uh, Wiktionary's word of the day, irradiate. That's ironic. Irradiating from, you know, those seven rays. Out of the Statue of Liberty and what Michael Flynn was talking about. The wiki quote of the day, great poetry is always written by somebody straining to go beyond what he can do. Stephen Spender uh, which probably is why so many poets and artists make their Faustian bargain. And, um, you know, as Robert Graves acknowledged, the author of The White Goddess, you know, he's the one who uh, said that, I cannot think of any true poet from Homer onwards who has not independently recorded his experience of her. The test of a poet's vision, one might say, is the accuracy of his portrayal of the white goddess and the island over which she rules. Anyway, to the phones, Brian in Washington, thanks for calling. Welcome. Uh, just for the record, Lark's review of your interviewing Kevin McCarran on Friday was out of all the hosts on RBN, Chris Hinckley is definitely the only one that should have tried to pull that off. So you get a big high five. So I'm, I'm curious. I still have to send an email thanking Kevin and you guys, and uh, I've had it, you know, sitting basically on my screen since the day of last week. I really appreciated it. But my one of the questions I wanted to ask him was, is the I wonder if the bioengineered food and stuff is part of this prion misfolded protein discussion? Well, we have lots to inquire with him as well. And, and since you've had both him and Dr. Paul on, Jenna fills in for 
Ingrid Castle on your broadcast with Kevin, he said, actually, in comparison to prions, I don't think that this 5G blah, blah. So, yeah, yeah I called Dr. Paul up, and he says, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to go on and discuss this on RBN uh, with Jenna as the host. So, yeah, you have you think you have a big list of to-dos. You ought to see <laughs> Jenna's list. Uh, <laughs> I bet. So let's just say uh, in the interest of time, there's a Kermeo Ahu who is in Costa Rica. He's a very popular YouTuber, and he's got a different take on the history, mostly summed up. How do you spell that? How do you spell Kermel Ahu? Yeah, uh, I think something like K-U-R-M-E-I-M-E-O-A-H-U-A. But... We can put it in the chat room uh, for your ease, but regardless, see, he doesn't, uh, his weekends are precious with his family. I wanted to ha invite him on because with all this religiosity and you being Protestant, I'm half Protestant, uh, his Huguenot interests and this kind of thing, I, I would also like you to consider uh, Gemma O'Dorty and Catherine Watt, which are both Catholics, and you as a Protestant, I don't know if that's going to rub you the wrong way, but... Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a Protestant, but I would call myself a Christian, a, a Christ follower, uh, you know, an adherent of... I don't want to protest because I don't want to be a rebel. Anyway, not trying to split hairs, but... I don't know. We're out of time. I guess maybe we, hopefully we can talk about this. Reprise the discussion later, folks. I hope it was informative. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee. So I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.